Good evening, evening November Foxshot. Welcome, welcome I'm not even sure. to the show. I'm Dudes. not even sure I'm pronouncing that. I think Pana we are slightly early. Yeah, early. Yeah, early, Wayne. We'll get moaned up for that now as well. Oh, lovely John. The M1. <laughs> what a fucking road that is. <laughs> Good evening, How far are you, John? Uh, Pop Kenny. in and say hello. Oh, Junction 8, you can be on the live show. <laughs> yeah, swing it. Swing around, bud. Swing around. Uh, hi, Drew, Kenny Rebel, uh, the Punished One, Andrew hello. Luckett, hello. Uh, Matthew hello. McCarthy, Cause on Jim, Michael Mark, Mark, Les Plain, Michael Mark. Oh, I forgot to We're do obviously there. tonight joined by Ed as well. Ed, aka Silly Gilly. Uh, oh. Andy's just gone. Um, we're going to be talking about sniping cameras. <laughs> Great. We're going to be talking about sniping and sort of DMRs within Milsim. So we've asked Ed to join us because he's a lovely guy anyway. And then he also knows a little bit about sniping and gillycraft. He does. Just just a bit. Only a bit. <laughs> Diplomatic though. <laughs> yeah. He's not bad. He's not bad. Um how are you how are you all? Tired. Blurry. <laughs> Tired and blurry. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel quite tired, actually, as it goes. But other than that, I'm all good. I've had some, done some purchases, which I'll come on to in a bit. But you, Ed? You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm actually caffeined up for this, because <laughs> <laughs> I've had a long day. So <laughs> I've had many coffees today. I'm actually a bit <laughs> hyped, I guess. Really what it you see him running around in a minute, <laughs> just in the background. <laughs> 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 just full on hummingbird yeah. <laughs> let's um let's roll into the news news so should we um i i've i wanted to sort of talk about the debrief of uh red tide three which we'll cover sort of more towards the end of the news. Um, so well, any other little bits and pieces that you want to throw in first? I know that Lance, you've got some exciting news. Lance has been... I've got a little bit of news uh, which I can share a little bit of information on. Uh, and it's, it's... I suppose this is a little riddle. But what I will do is I'm going to show this little picture of on my phone to the screen. So you can Ooh. see that. There we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. oh look at that. <laughs> That's better. So all I'm going to say is all you snipers out there... Keep your eyes open for the month of June and find yourself a really trusting sniper buddy and uh, try and keep some weekends free. Because something's Ooh. coming on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was very Can't say much more than that, but yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. So yeah, so just... Is there something, uh, does Empire specif- specialise in sniping? Well, I've heard. <laughs> Loosely. 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 Yeah. So there could be something. Yeah, he could talks be a, about a, it a lot. An Empire events <laughs> thing happening, starting in June, um, for all you snipers out there and sniper oh, pairs yeah. in particular. So yeah, that's all I'm saying for now. I will Andy's be back again. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so that was my little cool. bit of news. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You had some purchases as well. Lance, I believe. I did. Oh, I can't show them because they're actually on the end of the gutter. I bought a couple of suppressors from Empire. I bought a new sling for my AK. And I did buy a new um, short back Bergen cover from uh, on eBay. 
It's the Dutch Army Woodland DPM. Pretty much the same, but I think it's better quality than the British Army one. And I'm going to be using this for my Storm Shield for my uh, bivy bag mod. So that arrived today, which I'm excited about. Probably sorry if it's a bit noisy getting out of the packaging, but yeah. Is that the bivy bag? That Mate, I mean, it's great, great podcast yeah. material. <laughs> so yeah, for all you out there, it's, it's an elasticated waterproof bag cover, which I'm going to be using for the hood of my bivy bag when I do it. Oh. Yes. That's my purchases. Oh, and a water bowl. New 58 pattern water bowl turned up yesterday. So I lost one. 58 pounds of water bottle. 58 pattern. <laughs> yeah. Pattern 58 water bottle. I mean, if you want to spend... Well, I mentioned that in my latest video, actually. <laughs> the fact that you could get the green 58 pattern ones are about 65, 70 quid. And I was just like, no, I'm not spending that on a water bottle. I will spray my ones green. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I will do. So that's what I did. Does the partner have to run a sniper rifle? Uh, I'll have to clarify that, Kenny. <laughs> I would have thought so, mate. I would have thought so. This is my new gift. Ooh. Bit, bit blue, a little bit blue. Like that. Oh, hang on. <laughs> well, they're goggles. Why's <laughs> <laughs> it not working? Bastard thing. Is that the new demonetization present that you're getting? Before? Yeah, screw them. <laughs> I like how you think oh, we get money for this. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They were now sponsored by Pocket Tits. Uh, there you go. I think. I think. <laughs> They're I juggling. Think it's tits. quite clear what they are, Andy. I don't think you need to keep worrying about the focus. We need to zoom in. <laughs> we need yeah. zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> <laughs> we got to zoom in on Alex's tits that she goes. <laughs> that Alex, came out so wrong. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I don't think there was a way it could have come out right. No, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, they're, they're literally squidgy as well. Oh. Have you not opened them yet? Then I thought you would have given them a good feel at red tide. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> That's it. This is very blue. This is very OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. This shouldn't be happening here because we've got a, we've got an audience. <laughs> I'm not going to do whatever. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry about this, Ed. I can only apologise. That's fine. You, you know, we know what we're like. He's come on for a sensible We've, conversation. We have got both more mature technically <laughs> and yet more immature content-wise. <laughs> so the more, the more, the, yeah. Well, the little Cut holders cakes. have got nipple cutouts as well, which is quite... That's cool. handy. That is That's handy. handy. <laughs> Ed, please, have you got any news or purchases that you've had this week that's not uh, tit-related? Um, no, please say no, because <laughs> then we can go back to the tit conversation. I'm, I'm trying to think of something that just it's, it's Ooh, filled, filled. Ed's currently crafting mind. a bra. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, me and Ed uh, no were talking purchases. before the show, weren't we? No, no purchases. Ah, uh, you lie. Oh, uh, I do lie. I, I'm buying a new <laughs> a riff, a new riff. I'm not going to say the word, but yeah. Wibble. Snip, snipple. <laughs> snipple wibble. Snipple. Snipple. A snipple wibble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't bought one for three years, and although mine does shoot nicely, I thought I'm bored of it and I want to get a new one. So, yeah, Can't, I'm not, not going to say more about that because yeah, it's going to be a video on it. Is it? Oh, it is, is it one of those? Um, <laughs> is it the CO2 Ruger, the one that's like a little pistol with a stock and an extended? Barrel. That's, that's I reckon you should get the one from um, <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the guy with the massively long pistol. <laughs> yeah. That's the, like, the barrel's like about four foot long on it. It's like a six shooter. Ridiculous. Les has said uh, I'm getting a pair of fireproof gloves, so I don't know if he was there. Was he there? Like, I think he was there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, the, yeah uh, for the seal skin okay. gloves, yeah. But they're thermal. 
<laughs> yeah. Thermal. Everyone's missing a trick. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. So um, um, probably... we've got one more bit of news, didn't we? Yeah. Go for it. Um, and Ed as well. Now, um, the three of us. I think Lance is going as well. Are going to be at Shift Your Rifts weekend. Mm. So Ooh. everyone on the screen right now will be there playing. I'm going to try and get us to have a little really? stall everyone. as well. Well, I won't be. I'll be marshalling, but I'm sure oh. I can come out with a gun. <laughs> well, I could put, yeah, we, we could all take high vis vests and just marshal if we want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if Andy can, we can do it, surely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not that hard. Yeah. Ed's got his. Ed's got his. Ed's got his. Beautiful. Marshal Gilly, blend into any, any martial environment. Absolutely. Yeah. In their natural habitat. <laughs> they, and they thought they hated Marshalls already. Wait till they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they don't know hatred. Not yet. <laughs> I got shot by the Marshal. It was ridiculous. They just kept sniping me. I don't understand why. Yeah. Still use it for content. <laughs> <laughs> you have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> With some clickbaity title like the the Gilly they never saw coming or something like yeah. that. <laughs> High vis Gilly hacks cheater to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so the the kind of the main bit of news I want to obviously wanted to talk about this week is uh, the kind of debrief of Defiance Red Tide 3. So it was the event that ran this last weekend. Um, that's partly the reason that my voice sounds quite so attractively pubescent. Um, Honey G. So I apologise for that. Huh? Honey G. Yes, <laughs> Honey and G. apparently I looked like Honey G. Um, we might have to have a G. That... Yeah, we may have to have a G off between you and, uh, between you and um, Croydon Hammond. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it turns out that oh, dark, dark shades, uh, eye pro, and a baseball cap do, do not do me many favours. Um, I didn't go with the, the red beanie in the end, I just went with the baseball cap, and that was apparently worse. Um, so who knew? That was fun. It wasn't worse. Um, it was not worse. <laughs> you ask me. <laughs> Last is busy typing away. Um, yeah, subtle. Okay. Subtle typing. <laughs> Um, so we're going to so Red Tide three uh, was obviously the third in the Red Tide instalment from mm-hmm. Defiant. Uh, it focuses on a police. It, it's not so much uh, a milsim in terms of like the traditional sense of force on force or uh, force versus rebels. The the event kind of focuses a lot more on the almost like a police sim. Uh, you've got sort of DEA factions, police factions, cartels, and at this event we obviously had uh, a civilian population as well. Yep, Which run by Alex. Run by Alex, and I must say, expertly done. The yes, it, the only criticism I think I I could really come up with for the whole Civ Pop thing, there just weren't enough Civ Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been a lot more helpful to be able to sell drugs to more than five or six people throughout the event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, How are you getting through this much? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, at one point it was like, I've genuinely got like million pound bags of products. Do you want to buy them? And they're like, oh, I'm going to have to go get some more money. It's like, yeah. you go do that and then come back and find me and I'll sell you that. That's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I think for the next but, one, I think for the next Red Tide, I am going to leave the pews at home and I'm going to jump on the Civ Pop because uh, I walked around 
most of the Saturday, all of Saturday, with a wheelie bin, ferrying guns and drugs around in a, a real smelly bin, saying that it was full of asbestos. So they couldn't search it. I had great Nicely fun. Done. I Which even... on that site, quite probably it, it could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm partly blaming my voice here on the fact that I, at one point, was in a very dusty room with pyro going off uh, in probably lead-lined paint. Uh, I don't know if there was any asbestos, yeah, but it's very dusty. Bad. We'll find out um, in a few years. Exactly, yeah, you'll be all right, mate. exactly. I, I, I did the old scratch and sniff test, so it'll be fine. It won't be a problem. Sure <laughs> yeah. It didn't smell what, like what, asbestos. What, what, so what of the underpants? Or... No, just the asbestos. <laughs> trying to get people into um, oh yeah defiance on the chat obviously so this this isn't anything by the way tonight that we haven't already discussed because you know big advocates of making sure that if there are any potential sort of thoughts or feedback you always have to give that on the event i mean for me as a whole just to, to start off it was a really good event i really really mm -hmm. enjoyed it um whether it was the best defiant event i've been to possibly not um however that being said i got to play op four for the first time which i've never really properly done um i got to do a lot of very heavy intense role play which we'll talk about in a little bit because i know andy andy loved that bit i was um, honestly gonna stab you and yeah <laughs> so uh lance do you want to do you want to lead this bit in terms of asking questions and finding yes. out just so it's not so, just andy and I mean, talking for the whole <laughs> let's obviously briefly over on let's start on obviously arrivals location of the site and that and um you know obviously your your admin bits getting yourself set up and sort of like the bit of the lay of the land. Let's start with that. What was your feelings on the on the location and that? Um, well, I turned up a little bit late because I, I was waiting for one of my guns. As usual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and at least you was at the beginning um, of the event this time. Not yeah, it was. Wasn't it? Yeah, right at the end. Um, I did. Uh, as soon as I turned up, I went up and found James, and I said, "Look, I'm here." <laughs> like, Hello. I've arrived. Has it finished yet? <laughs> yeah. Um. I personally thought there wasn't a lot of admin on this one. Um, I basically threw my stuff in to the uh, sleeping area that we had. And Mike said, there's a map on the wall. Um, and that was it. That was kind of as much admin as I received. I think Mike may have received a little bit more, but that was my, um, that was my admin-y side of thing. Uh, when I arrived, fair play, Mike. Yeah, so it was a HQS soft in Driffield up by York. Um, very, very long drive for us Southerners. Mm. Uh, pretty certain I've got several nosebleeds because of the uh, change in elevation mm. as, uh, as, as I moved. Did you take a language book with you? <laughs> yeah. I did take a language book. I had several translators and a Sherpa at one point. So uh, <laughs> um, I made sure I, I sort of dealt with that. Um, I mean, from an admin point of view, I would say that Defiant is one of those events where you, you kind of sign up to the event and there's a, it seems like a billion and one WhatsApp groups, um, which can be very helpful from the perspective of finding out what's going on if you if you have the time to read them all. Um, <laughs> but if not, then, you know, there's a few sort of groups that you could probably uh, pay more attention to than others. Um, I mean, the uh, the sales group's quite helpful if you obviously want to buy stuff. Uh, and then there's sort of individual team WhatsApp groups, which were, I think were more helpful um, than the Defiant community chat, which is very kind of meme heavy. Like, you know, it, it's that's more there for the community as a whole rather than necessarily for that event. Um, so, yeah, don't don't get 
thinking that you have to pay attention to all the groups. Um, because I, I know that's the case with a lot of events companies, Gunman and um, sort of the Octo series of events. You sort of you sign up to that, and there seems to be multiple event uh, chats and things going on. And sometimes that can be quite confusing for players uh, if you're not sort of geared up for knowing what you're looking for. Uh, you can run the risk of m- losing information and turning up sort of a bit ill-informed. Um, we were obviously there as a DS as well for the event, mm-hmm. so. Um, we had a DS briefing before the event, so we actually knew the whole kind of event as a whole prior to attending. Um, but I would say probably still yet to be beaten is Legion, the way that they ran their events in terms of sort of the pre- pre-briefing packs that you used to get for sort of task for events, especially um, where it sort of all came out as like a, a, a solid document that you kind of got sent and you're all back and everything. Um, I did really like how Defiant put it on a, a Google Google Drive, um, mm-hmm. so it's quite easy to yeah, find handy. at all times, yeah. um, which is quite handy, and especially during the event. Um, and James says we were late for the DS brief, and that's partly you weren't one of just the things... late for the DS brief, mate. You were fucking late for the DS. Brief. I was very late. Mm-hmm. However, um, I yeah. looked through all the documents and um, messages that we had, and I couldn't actually find anywhere that I was told that there was a DS brief at that time. Um, so that was a, that was a little unhelpful. Uh, but as, as a whole, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being critical, um, <laughs> but the uh, the event as a whole, you know, I, I, I personally didn't feel um, too in the dark in terms of going into it. I think the only thing that was a little bit up in the air for me was that as a, I'd never done Op4, never really done heavy role play like that. And it was a brand new style of event. I've never had to go to an event where we were actually selling product to two people and kind of that. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that side of it. I really of did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so that that was definitely really cool and interesting to see how that kind of played out. Um, but at the same time, but I think because it was new, and you, it's like airsoft and milsim. If you've never done a milsim before as a task force, you're going to go into it a little bit apprehensive, and you don't really know 100% what you're doing. You know, people yeah, start shouting at you. You've got to perform stag. I don't know what that is. I remember um, our first event at Legion for, for at Longmore. I'm absolutely bricking it because it was like the first time we'd stepped from doing like a little matey matey weekendy sort of thing over in the woods at different sites to then go into an actual british training ground with like a bigger bigger company you know what i mean it's been out there for a long long time what's up (laughs) (laughs) what have i done (laughs) so okay so that's um, them bits sort of taking care of just just quickly there was a question from drew that came in so i'm a noob to all this so no warning order and no tasking orders issued pre-deployment um so it was made clear I believe to the players in terms of it's going to be a role play based event that you're going to be mm-hmm. you know effectively selling drugs fighting off the 60th street so I personally think the tasking was actually quite clear on that front um, however what I would say is when we got to the event it was very clear that a lot of players there didn't seem to grasp that uh, with many kind of turning up almost wanting to just blap straight away um, which I think caused uh, yeah, a bit I think, of a problem I think there was a few players on every faction um that had a bit of actually i don't think the dea was um definitely 60th and definitely el hatcher there was a handful of people that i think misread the scenario or what defiant were trying to uh, achieve for the weekend right. um so there was a bit of gung-ho blattiness um which did kind of upset things a little bit um 
I could tell that at certain points, Kev and James were getting extremely stressed <laughs> with with situations that were happening out of their control and that weren't following. Um, and it did take a lot of work from the their normal DSs um, to try and get things back up into place. Um, and I've got to admit that the DSs that I ran with um, at certain times really looked after me and Mike and told us like, no, this is, you don't want to do this. Um, as a DS, you want to kind of do this, this, this way. Um, so that was a massive eye opener for me. Um, so I learned a lot from uh, uh, doing that with seasoned DSs as well. Mm. That's cool. Fair play. So, um, yeah. so then, so start like pre-op briefings and things like that. Then, so did you have, did you all have to sort of muster somewhere for a for a main sort of brief with James and Kev, and then obviously was it boots out on the ground after that? What was the sort of setup um, there for the, for the morning kickoff? So the morning kickoff, we did it outside, um, which I thought could have been done better. Sorry, Kev, if you're listening, um, but I thought we should have done that inside because people were still moving their vehicles about. Um, and we had uh, 60th Street players walking through the middle of, like behind the brief and stuff, while Kev was trying to explain what our taskings and stuff were for that day. Um, that was just my personal opinion. But it was it was a very good one, as always. Um, gave us enough information for us to get on with the taskings at the beginning. Um, yeah, that would be my own only criticism. But yeah, we ended up getting all the drugs out on the land and stuff like that. Which is what he wanted, so yeah, that'd be that'd be mine. Fair play, Mike. Anything to yeah, add to I mean, that, mate? I think I think for me, I, I you know, being indoors or outdoors, it wasn't really a major issue. Um, I think you know, ultimately, there is always a little bit of chaos at the start as people are still, you know, some people arrive late, mm-hmm. some people aren't necessarily geared up and got admin and that squared away. So that there's potentially always scope for the odd person's kind of moving about, moving the vehicle to where it should be instead of where it was. Um, yeah, I, I think from, from that point of view, I, you know, I, I felt, again, that knowing the event and what was informed and sort of the taskings kind of spelled out, I felt that, you know, we kind of went into the event quite well established. Um, I mean, Ryan says, uh, I'd like to add that from Defiance point of view, they made it very clear on several occasions what the event was like with the heavy role play. It was the players who either didn't read or listen or just ignored what they said and wanted to pew. Um, so yeah, rolling into that worked quite well. Um, I mean, we obviously, from that point, the, the event obviously kicked off. Um, we kind of started off with our section um, moving around, kind of getting to know the site a little bit more because it was a, a fibular site, which obviously we'd not been to before. Um, so if you imagine Longmore, it was, it's kind of a very Longmore-esque style site. Um Camp, it's uh, Camp of, Sparta, isn't it? Camp Sparta, but a little yeah. bit more der- derelict. Uh, lots of kind of old residential buildings and um, a massive bar area and, and the like, which was which was quite cool. Um, there was a then, bar? Yeah, sort of, we, there was a big bar. It was very <laughs> derelict, but there was a big uh, bar. Um, and it was full of drugs and money by the end of the weekend. <laughs> yes, it was very <laughs> full of drugs and money. Can't be bad. Um, so from that point, you know, sort of um, Andy and I kind of worked together to... Um, moved the team in terms of kind of undertaking the tasking, starting to kind of establish ourselves on the ground. Um, we effectively kind of took over the projects uh, up to the north, which was an area of the site which was kind of renowned for more drug use than other. Um, and there were some cool little set pieces. There was a drug den that um, 
was established that the, the police were rocking up to and we made general asses of ourselves to the to the dea and the police initially they knew we were there um there mm -hmm. were several vehicles that the dea would pull up in their vehicles i think they had like eight or nine vehicles we'd um they they'd go off and do their raids and then we'd be opening all the doors putting all the seats back uh inside the car there was the bonnet up the boot was open uh, so they came back and it was almost like if you imagine your cars on blocks without the wheels on um it, it was almost like the police yeah. were coming back to their vehicle looking like that um which was which was quite amusing i know that there was at one point an issue where i think someone had moved a smoke grenade out of someone's personal kit and put it in the footwell of the car um we dealt with that we're obviously not intending to touch personal kit and i think it, it was just people being a bit overzealous so that that got kind of shut down straight away Hundred mm, um, percent, yeah. But yeah, it was it was quite nice. We turned all the sirens and the speakers on in the car because they all had the lights and the uh, police sirens and stuff. So it was quite funny to watch the DEA come running back and be like, "Oh, who's done what to my car?" Um, <laughs> so that was cool. Fair play. Um, yeah, I think the um, you know to to summarise it generally because I, I know we could probably spend all evening talking about it. Personally, I really liked the event. Um, I thought it was really cool. Uh, at one point, we got arrested. Um, we spent two hours in the police cell and I really hammed up the role play. Um, I started a one-man prison gang because Andy wouldn't join. Um, I was trying to fall asleep. I, got, I was genuinely trying got, to fall asleep. Oh, it looks like... Got, uh, Austin, are you all right there, mate? Are you having a bit of a moment? <laughs> oh. Just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, you know, we got to really engage with the, the Civ Pop, um, Sarah, and gave us some maple buns and I think they ended up with quite a lot of drugs by the end of the weekend as well. Um, uh, sort of stashed away with cash. I did not get a single uh, you know, maple bun. Oh, I've got a stack of them. I'll, I'll got it. Oh, you should come home. Even I've home, got one. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I've put me in. I've put me in the uh, Novo box. Um, Don't worry, so, Andy. Yeah, I'll bring you a couple point... of my own personal Thanks, Sarah, they selection were all this weekend. I'll bring them to shift your riffs. There you go. Um, right. Ed can partake then as well. Um, someone in trouble. <laughs> Austin. Uh, Austin, I'm going to give you one more oh. go, wait, and then I'm going to have to put you in timeout. Um, you need some sugar. Austin, go bye bye. Something. <laughs> Austin, you all right? Um, is that at Ed? one point I got half just naked? Sitting there going, that was entertaining. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought the I thought the event was really good from that perspective. You know, it was really good role play. I think the, the thing that let it down the most, I think for me, there weren't enough Civ Pop, which wasn't Defiance's fault. I think they just didn't have a lot of people booking on. I think with that sort of event, it would have worked more with a lot more people kind of milling about being civilians. Um, mm -hmm. It's very hard if you've got effectively, I think it's like 80 players trying to sell drugs to six people. Um, <laughs> that's obviously quite a challenge. Um, yeah, Defiant got a maple bun. I, I chucked James one. Um, I was literally sleeping next to him. <laughs> I didn't get he didn't, know, he didn't know about that bit, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I managed to sneak into his I was underneath. I was underneath. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I've, I've put Austin in timeout for five minutes. Um, Austin has gone bye-bye. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a good event. Um, Say, so, you know, it for me was probably on the the end of the airsoft milsim spectrum where it's not quite so shooty shooty. Um, so you know, obviously you, you look at um, Op Machiavellian, which Defiant did, where you know we didn't really fire a lot of shots at all um, to some of the kind of the more battle sim, I guess, type events where you are mm. out on the ground. I mean, or even we did a Falklands one with APOC, which was you know you start off and you are fighting that whole weekend. 
It's um, all about the yeah the, the environment you're in. The, you know the what's required of you for the event, and and obviously what the event entails. You know what I mean? Like like you say, Machiavelli. I didn't fire a single round all weekend, and it was fantastic. It's probably one of the in the top sort of four best events I've been to since I started airsoft. Mm. That was was so close. We, we were Mike were talking the other day about a perfect event, and that was very very close. If if you had to choose one, do you know what I mean? It was very very close. You know. But yeah. and like I said, you know, was that the one that, at Dog Tag? No, Machiavellian was up at Gunman at uh, Tudnam. That was uh, defiant. Was that that was that, that was a defiant event. Yeah, they used the yeah. Gunman uh, site, which was um, yeah, it was it was brilliant. It was so good. Hmm. And like I said, Dog I didn't fire a BB. Oh, that one. was the recent, the recent one. Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the recent, yeah, yeah. recentish yeah, yeah. month ago, I suppose. Months well, six weeks ago. Their previous one to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yes, that was very good. Yeah. So I think I mean ultimately it boils down to the type of event you attend. If it is a milsim, I, you can't attend it on the basis of it's going to be a shoot 'em up the whole way through. Mm. Um, I, you know, it was made very obvious even in the safety briefing. You know, James mm-hmm. bless him stood up right at the front and said, "Look, if you are here for a skirmish, you might as well go home yep. because it is not that sort of event." Said. Um, and yep. yet on the Saturday we were having to as a DS team. Uh, across the board deal with people that are like right up board fully kitted up and just going out and they're just shooting everyone you know i had to go into a few buildings literally literally disarm uh, uh an l hatcher versus dea firefight that was going on um which was quite cool in itself i won't lie i felt like a hostage negotiator at that point i was like shouting at everyone to stop stop fucking firing at me <laughs> um, which was which was quite cool uh, i don't know how many negotiators probably do that but uh, yeah i mean it, it required a little bit of calming down but i think it kind of got back into the swing of things a little bit mm-hmm. um I, I think ultimately people just didn't really know what i think ultimately the event was one thing and people rocked up with a completely different idea of what they were expecting. i think it's it's, right. it's because people are so accustomed to skirmishes and even mm. if you say to them no it's not like a skirmish you, you there are rules of engagement they still go with the they're attitude. so used to skirmishes. We're, we're still going to shoot lots of people right it's, it's, yeah. it's 48 hours i'm going to get to shoot some people mm. but mm. um it's just a big adjustment I think um, also if you're there for 48 hours you're going to get some shooting in it's that sort of understand that it's going to be spread out throughout the whole event exactly this is it exactly that which is what like people need to realise it's not yeah. just going to be like right okay it's now started you can now shoot whoever you want to shoot it doesn't yeah. work like that mm-hmm. you know there's there's a storyline behind it there's things that are going to happen you know but um, it was like you know, me and Ash uh, the lad that I was with uh, most of Saturday, we I, I swear to God, we were honestly walking around wearing high vis orange jumpsuits, pushing a green wheelie bin round, and we had El Hatcher come up to us asking if they wanted if we wanted to buy drugs, and we had to turn around to them and say, "We are El Hatcher. We're we're transporting your stuff already. Bugger off." <laughs> um, we had DEA constantly trying to um, get inside the bin, um, which was a couple of hairy moments because there was one bit where we had two bags of coke two m4s and a load of red pills all in there and i was like you need to open that uh no we don't it's full of asbestos <laughs> and then someone literally on the um 60th street was questioning us about what was in the bin and we were saying oh we're here to just clean up the uh, asbestos on the site and he literally thought we weren't even playing airsoft he thought we were generally there to clean up asbestos <laughs> off the site so me and ash just wandered around all day 
just transporting guns and drugs around. It was hilarious. And I didn't pick up a gun all of Saturday. No, fair play, yeah. mate. Look, it, it, it's the way, sometimes that's just the way it goes and it, it, and it yeah. turns out to be an absolute wicked crack and you have a wicked laugh doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 my brother was obviously um, in, in um, our team and um, I've genuinely never seen anyone adapt to selling drugs quite so quickly. Um, he was there was no adapt- there was, was there was no adapting there. He's at one point he's, they were talking knows. about cutting. <laughs> yeah, at one point they were talking about cutting bags down into smaller smaller quantities because you know when there wasn't a market for the bigger bag, but there was definitely a market for the smaller bag. So let's just make our own individual. I was like, oh god, don't stop! Like, it was just starting <laughs> yeah, to get hands very... up. All those who think the drone company is just the front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that was another thing. So there was lots of set pieces and stuff which. I know he can. He managed to capture a few of those on the on the drone. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did he take his drone with him? He did. He yeah, took yeah. his drone, drone awesome. with him as well. So that was quite cool. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you know, ultimately, it was from from any other perspective, it was very Milson esque on that front. You know, there was there was occasions where communications were getting very fraught and confused. Um, that was a learning point for me in terms of being sort of running a bit of TL and comms and stuff yeah. at the same time. It was it was challenging because you're getting conflicting information both across the radios on the ground and confusing intel. So, you know, I mean, that's something else. Um, but I think ultimately people maybe just saw it as, oh, well, I'm going as Op 4. Op 4 is a kind of just rock up and have a laugh. Um, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I, it was I, think good. Also I, sure. I, would, I would definitely do it again. Definitely even knowing now what I know, what, yeah. you know, in terms mm. of how that event would run. But I think also as well, I think it took you and me, because obviously I was out on the land most of Saturday, when we start, when we came back and we started getting into it a little bit, it took a little bit of time for you to, you and me to realise, oh, actually, we're in charge of this section. Yes. Um, And there's more people that are also in our section that aren't in this room with us at the moment. So I think from that side, yeah, of things, so that, was, was, a that was a personal of... thing for us because um, yeah. we've never run as you as um, team leader and me as second. So that took a few. Well, we did red tide one, didn't adjust. we? Uh, no. Were you not two I see on that one? I thought you were. No, I don't think I was. Okay. I might have done, but anyway. not done anything. There was a lot. I just didn't do anything. Oh, I was, but maybe I was, but I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, that's fine. There was a lot of learning going on. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'm, there's a lot of things I would take away from that. And, you know, I mean, things like we, we could, for example, cat open carry pistols. We could have potentially taken knives around with us um, as an alternative to that. So it's there's, there's things that's, that we could have played around with. That's mm. one thing that got me a little bit as well. Um, we were very much on the back foot um, because they allowed um 60th street and the dea to have weapons out in public um whereas we weren't allowed to have any weapons out in public and we weren't allowed to um conceal carry either so if we went out we were on a massive back foot straight yeah, but that's due to your so, um citizenship wasn't it yeah if in the storyline um, you guys are new oh yeah to the but party. for me being I know, I know. Defiant don't like having a concealed carry rule, but they, they could have done. Well, you can have it on you, but you can't just randomly start just pulling it out of your pocket. They could have given us a bit of an advantage as well, because mm-hmm. um, 
that was why me and Ant- uh, me and uh, Ash spent most of Saturday just walking around, dropping guns off into certain locations for when we were out on the field selling drugs. Um, we actually had some sort of firepower there. That's probably quite cool to, to do to that, though. Think, right, okay, we've got a couple of stashed over there. We've got a couple stashed here. Yeah, just sort of, sort of had, there was no. Map. Yeah, so it was. We had like long <clears> rifles <throat> and big rifle, like and rifles and stuff, out on the land. But I still think having maybe a pistol with one mag, um, tucked away somewhere, would have given. Yeah, us I mean, maybe maybe interesting thing where up. you could carry it, but if you were caught with it, then you were your team, whether it's like. Whether whatever money you'd made or something, you'd, you, you'd yeah, lose yeah, yeah. a, a large oh, yeah, amount they did of that or something that. like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you could risk walking around with a pistol uh, out in the open, but if the DEA or police caught you, yeah, um, then you'd be uh, arrested um, and you wouldn't be able to carry a weapon again. And I know that happened a couple of times with 60th Street, right? where, where me and Ash walked around and told one of the policemen that one of the 60th Street lads... Um, had drugs on him and he tried selling them to us um, and they went there searched him and he had drugs and a gun on him and that he wasn't allowed to carry uh, a gun out in public for the rest of the event so that worked oh. quite cool um, but yeah I enjoyed it overall I know some people didn't unfortunately but I thought overall it was a it was a good event well you'll never you'll never please everyone at events that's the thing no. you know you know, you, there'll always be someone who'll have a moan up for some sometimes occasionally for valid reasons but a majority of the time it's for ridiculous reasons and it mm-hmm. normally turns out that it's because they didn't do something correctly or they didn't put 110% effort into the event do you know what I mean it's normally something that when you yeah, get down definitely. to the nitty gritty it's like oh maybe I could have done that better and I would have enjoyed it more <laughs> Not normally happens at like 2 o'clock when uh, sugar levels are running a bit lower as well yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh there was yeah. no sugar levels <laughs> bloody mic in the prison Jesus Christ I've never seen do you know I'm going to say this publicly. He genuinely got naked at one point. He was singing to um, a (laughs) mariachi band. Yeah. No, this didn't happen. Yeah, literally. He was singing singing to a mariachi band, and then I turn around and he's got his top off, swinging it. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I'm trying to get out of here. I really want to just take a second to thank the police force because (laughs) I put you through two hours of fucking hell. Um, Yeah. They had pepper spray. They used two or three cans of pepper spray on me. At one point, they shot me because I was being that annoying. And then they had to medic me back in, which was more annoying for them. Um, when I got a little bit undressed, my bandage fell off, so I started bleeding out half undressed on the floor. That was frustrating for them. I, honestly, Captain Tom, who was the head of the police force, I apologise to you and your friends and your, your fellow <laughs> players. You, you played an absolutely epic event. Um, and I was a complete arse to you for two hours, but I loved every second of it. <laughs> he embraced the role play. Yeah. How does the pepper, pepper spray taste? Oh, it's horrible. Honestly, they use silly string for pepper spray, so basically I just kept getting silly string. <laughs> like, genuinely, every five, ten minutes, um, was there was a toilet in one of the rooms, so I went and locked myself in the toilet. Um, well, they had to get me out of there. I found a bottle of um, like an IV drip or something, so I just practiced like overdosing on that in the in the police cell. Um, yeah, I was just a complete was, pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, and then we got given some bacon sandwiches, which were lovely. And then he decided. But to there was kick no off. ketchup in it, so I kicked off about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're shouting. There's no. no what about brown sauce? Any HP? No. No, no, no sauce, sauce at all. 
No sauce. And then they came oh. in to give me special sauce, apparently. And I tried taking <laughs> the gun off of one of the guards. That caused chaos. Um, oh, you got a ZR well, sign. Great. We were allowed on to that, walk around. <laughs> on that bombshell then, gents, because uh, obviously I'm, I'm conscious that we've got a I'm conscious of the time to, as well. To, to um, just to, can I just throw a couple questions uh, mm. or, or comments that's been in? Because uh, I know that obviously you want to get around talking to Ed. Uh, Daz says, was it a day and night or just daytime? So it's a full day and night event. Um, really, really good for that. Um, so you're, you know, you're out on the ground continuously across that time. Uh, Drew asks uh, another noob question on this kind of event. Is there a similar to card alpha issue to players, i.e. The, rule, uh, the rules of engagement? So we had rules of engagement. Yes. There wasn't a specific card. Um, but it was definitely, you know, you had certain rules that you had to follow. Uh, mm. We, for example, weren't able to shoot the TEA and the police um, because that was just, you know, the remit of the event. Um, and yeah, so you, you did have sort of a rule set to follow on that front. Um, I think I do just want to also just highlight a comment that Rage made, which was RT3 was never advertised to be a World War Three type event. That said, you're always going to get players that just want to scrap. From our point of view, we didn't notice these problems too much. We felt the event delivered what it said it was going to deliver, and I completely agree mm -hmm. with that. I, I personally, again, really enjoyed yeah. it. I'd love to go and do another one. Um, mm -hmm. The drive was a pain in the ass, but you know, it worth it. That's what it is if I you thought. go to that site, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally thought the drive was worth it. Yeah. Like if it if it was really maybe next shit, time if we do I'll get be... to go, hopefully I'll get to make the next one if it is up that way or wherever it is. Maybe go out the day before, so we get a day of a um, bit of a chill mm -hmm. sesh before the. Um... Mm -hmm. Well, I say chill session. I mean, go out and get absolutely shit faced the night before, and then turn up yeah. to the event the next day with a stinking hangover. That's but what I'm sober. trying to say. But, but sober. sober. Aspect. But sober. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ed. Hello. How are you? Hello, Ed. Hello, Ed. And thank you for bearing with us. Yeah. No, it's good. I, to be honest, obviously, I I didn't go to that event, but I have been to a defiant event before, and mm -hmm. I did actually book on to the. This is. I'm going to get shit for this, but. I did actually book on for this event, but unfortunately, uh, something at work came up and I had to work that weekend. So yeah. um, I think Lance had a similar thing. Yeah, but yeah, both, the reason I booked pissed. on is because the previous event that I went to was really good. Um, very yeah. different to Milsim, uh, Milsims that I've been to. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time. Um, I prefer those defiant events more for. Like, not just the role play, but just the social aspect. Like you're mm -hmm. you're out there with your friends for not just like a lunch break, like at a skirmish. You're there for mm -hmm. two days, and mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's the fun bit for me. Um, but also, yeah, just the event itself. Like the last defiant event I went to was at Dog Tag, and yeah, the effort they put into the storyline and the um, make it, making it different to other events is, if you haven't been to a defined event, is is really worth going back for. Hundred um, percent. So yeah, definitely. They're yeah. good lads. They do put a lot of effort into them. That can't and, and be. And uh... me being obviously me being like a, you know, giddy sniper and stuff. And we, I had two other snipers there that event. They we we told them we were turning up, and they had like special taskings for us as well, which was really cool. Um, so some of that was reconnaissance and then um, one of our tasks was quite cool was to take out like an HVT from like a concealed place so that was quite fun 
um we didn't we didn't get them we, <laughs> but, yeah we tried we, we tried try. we tried no but it, was, it was it was just nice that they it was nice that they'd like realized we were coming and like made an effort to to give us our own targeting um mm -hmm. which was that was really cool um i do prefer i've been to lots of different uh milsom events and quite a lot of them the moment you turn up they sort of immediately look at the the gillies and go they're my reconnaissance they're not they're not doing anything else but reconnaissance this whole event and yes See, i don't mind you saying reconnaissance ed it's when someone else mentions the word recon that's when <laughs> that's when the trouble starts but reconnaissance is fine yeah we, we don't mind reconnaissance What's or recce recce is re don't say it ed, don't is it american it. That's, uh, yeah, okay. no it's for our <laughs> one third of our audience, which are American listeners. So big shout out to those in America, yeah, and, and, and Canada, because <laughs> <laughs> my geography is terrible sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Capital of Wales, Belfast. Apparently. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. like... I mean, I, do, I would just like to point out the reason we got Ed on the show when we when we booked him in, he was going to be going to Red Tide Three. I know, I um, know. Lance, we knew, wasn't able to make it at that point. So the idea was that Lance was going to kind of host this Q&A panel where all three of us had been. Um, so that's why, if anyone's thinking, it's a bit strange that Ed has sort of just sat through 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. of us bimbling on about... It's almost like Ed's been three. giving community service, isn't it? He's just <laughs> yeah. sat here yeah. to enjoy the three children, will you, Ed? <laughs> while, while they chat. <laughs> oh, it's fun. So, it was it was a shame that um, both yeah. of you couldn't make it, um, yeah, both but yeah, hope, hopefully we can we can get to the next one. We'll what is the next uh, one? What is is there one? Well, in the chat, it looks like it could be a Black Hawk Down scenario type thing. If I mm. remember rightly, what has it, it, there which sounds quite a, interesting. There is an RT four. Of course, there is an RT four. There's no rumor. There it's is one. Well, don't listen to it's James. So playing the next you. one, the next <laughs> yeah. one um, doing. James, James is James sitting there in his living room going. Whoa. They're probably They're doing James's about marketing six. for him. Um, yeah. The next one is Machiavellian Bravo uh, on July 14th and the 16th, which is a covert reconnaissance mission, uh, sort of rural woodland. So that's the one that we did where potentially you don't fire a shot. So if you're going to go along and want a skirmish day, don't book on that event because you will ruin no, it for the people that want to yeah. go along to that event and don't want to fire a shot. Um, Op Irene. Uh, that's a 24-hour scripted event based on the Black Hawk Down situation in 1993. Uh, Operation Gothic Serpent, which will be at HQ Driffield. Um, so there you go. Which where's I don't think... Where's um, Machiavellian 2 at? Uh, Machiavellian Bravo oh, is Machiavellian in Bravo. Humber. Or is it Humber? Humber. Humber, Humber yeah. is a great site. Have you guys mm. been to Humber yet? No. Uh, no I do like I saying it, though. It's Humber. a quarry site, so it's very interesting terrain compared to most most sites and very is it very closer open. to south than it is than the last no, one yes in, is it further hull. it's hull yeah it's hull is that even further north than, than this one know. no 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 it's roughly know. about the same travel time but it's humber's a really really cool site um yeah definitely worth yeah they still they, they still speak funny <laughs> well, I don't even know if they would classify themselves as Northerners. I don't know. No, hum Humbers, Humber Humberians, Humberians, Humberans, We're off to see the Humberans. Humble people. <laughs> um, I mean, no doubt, no doubt. I say, I know that um, 
Defiant are quite keen for there to be a Red Tide 4. I know that's sort of already been mooted. Um, yeah, and I, I just think that genuinely Defiant's a really good company and I, I will put it out there. I'm not paid mm-hmm. to say that. I, I really like their events. So if, you, if you're up for a good event, check out Defiant. You have to Defiant, pay basically. to say that because you have to... <laughs> Yeah, I have to pay them. Yeah, so it's hell. No, sorry, it's hell. (laughs) No, I think it's uh, (laughs) Mike. Didn't you say? Didn't you go there once? Was it you and your brother that drove? Oh, we went to Grimsby. Oh, Grimsby. (laughs) Yeah, Grimsby. No, don't. (laughs) So yeah, that was that was an AI five hundred event in Grimsby at the Pleasure Park uh, Mm. theme park that had shut down. So it was it was meant to be a uh, sort of an abandoned theme park, but they'd taken out most of the rides. The rides that were there, you couldn't run around actually playing airsoft anyway. So you're kind of just running around the pedestrianised bits. Um, but it was good. It was it was a good event. But Grimsby's a very strange place. <laughs> yes. Did I you mean, drive through there promptly? Yeah, if we've got any audience in Grimsby, big shout out to Grimsby and its yeah, go uh, on the multitude of parking because there was all these cars parked everywhere. <laughs> I lived in Hull for two years. Absolute shit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran really selling it for us. Yeah. <laughs> Hull is not north. Oh look, oh. Some... can we get it's can we get a rage far. can we get a rage screen, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> it is north. Hull is north. <laughs> Oh, um, so Ed, Ed, in terms of Ed. let's kind of hit the crux of this. In in terms of um, sniping or running a DMR at a milsim, you know, having because I know that I believe that you well I say I know I believe that you've you've been to sort of various milsim events and run both uh, sort of a general rifle setup as well as a sort of a, a more sniper platform uh, range weapon kind of role. Um, yeah, Do you think both. you get as much out of the event running as a, a DMR and sniper, or? Um, yes, I think the Milson Milsons definitely lend themselves more to uh, like sneaky play because they're normally played on a, a large field. Um, dog tag is a good example um, where you can you know get into positions where you wouldn't normally get into if you were playing a skirmish because there's just nobody on the field and so you can get right behind them and do your thing um so that's yes i prefer the snipery role but then the other thing that i've recently got into kind of kenny's fault from empire is uh night games so uh with a night game obviously i don't use a bolt action because of uh med issues but um yeah that that's a side that i've never really explored and having played probably 20 night games without any uh, night vision uh, I would say that it's it is fun both like doing it both ways just not having night vision and having night vision um, but yeah with an M4 for that so I bring both to an event I bring the M4 mm. and the bolt action um, so yeah That, cool. That, did that, I kind of went on the <laughs> no, that wasn't definitely asked the it, question. No, I was just I, expecting for there to be some follow up, but I, I'm I reading be... as well as listening. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I can't pronounce that. I apologise. Spook, spooker, his, spook his profile Alba? picture is a is a gilly. Spook of Alba. 
Um, what's the stance on snipers at Milsim? Is it frowned upon? Just looks like a background. Being a generally ineffective play style. What's the stance on snipers at Milsim? I think it's a very. I think it's absolutely got a play style there. For yeah, it. I guess the stereotype from like an organizer's perspective is that the the snipers will go able, and and actually the first ever Milsims I did with the uh, SE, were the SEO ones. And the first ever ones that I went to, I think the first two that I went to, I played with my brother, and my brother was just getting bored, so we did actually go able. So we we do fit that stereotype. But <laughs> over <laughs> over the years, and having Whoa. become friends with Lance, I've I've learned to oh. control my uh, yeah that side. So yeah, <laughs> the, uh, what was Your the question? Impulsiveness. Yeah, oh, sorry. So, I've just yeah. I wouldn't say it's ineffective, no, because you're you're in contact with the main squad. So whatever they're doing, you're just there to sort of, sort of mm. they call it force multiplier. I never really know what that means. Do you do you times how many times do you times the force by to become a multiplier? I don't know. That's some weird math. We've, I mean, whenever <laughs> we've had like an event with a sniper, we've had a dedicated sniper in the section. Like you'd have an eight-man section, but you'd have like one of those would be a DMR or a sniper. Um, yeah. I mean, th- there are a force to be reckoned with. They can hold ground um, for a, a considerable annoying. amount of time, keeping yeah, heads yeah. down while you're flanking, things like that. You can easily pair off a, a sniper and a, and, and a rifleman to go as a two and just mm-hmm. pitch them up somewhere while you flank round to the left or right. I mean, yeah, I'd, oh, I'd a, definitely a take com- a sniper. Yeah, a dirty combination is a sniper and an LMG sat up next to each other oh. it's just disgusting people Absolute just absolute filth <laughs> yeah oh uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of times it's happened with um myself um someone's come over and said look you need to kind of just separate a little bit just to give them a, a little bit of a chance <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> yeah no there's definitely a place for sniping in the milsim events i mean 100%. i mean again that, that, i suppose that can depend on the event i'm not i'm gonna say maybe not so much urban but then i've seen very effective snipers at like longmore and that you know, you get them little loft buildings and little slip windows and stuff like that, and you just think, where the fuck does that come from? You know, yeah. so maybe there is a call for them on, on all aspects of, of Milsim events, be it urban I definitely, or rural. I do think there is. And also, the whole thing of Milsim is it's it's a lot more varied than a skirmish. So a skirmish, you blow the whistle, everyone runs and meets each other in the field. Milsim's got so many aspects to it, and the more aspects you bring, the more interesting it becomes. So... Mm. Uh, and it opens doorways for for different roles and that, that you know say with the more role play that they bring into events like we were talking about specific roles last week or specialist roles what was what was our weird thing we come up with I can't remember now yeah like for EODs specialism specialisms specialisms um, like the EOD sort of stuff like that you know and and sort of sort of sniper perhaps may fall into that car- car- um, that category but um, yeah events sort of like broadening their horizons and bringing in different elements to events it opens that doorway then for people to do oh look Christ we can do this we can do that you know. Yeah. Rather than it just being force on force sort of thing, with not a great deal else going on, you know, it brings all these other elements in. It makes it a, a much bigger event. I love it. Just to get um, a little technical, um, so a definition of force multiplication or force multiplier is a factor or combination of factors that gives personnel or weapons or other hardware the ability to accomplish greater feats than without it. That's what I so yeah. for example Drew. Yeah. yeah, Drew wrote that. I am that. I am that. Oh, was it yeah. there as well? Oh, there you go. Yeah, Drew sorry, I didn't out. see that. I'd, well I'd, done, Drew. I'd, uh, well I'd done, Drew. You've been Wikipedia. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so, I mean, for example, you know, Kenny says, like a medic, a medic is a force multiplier as well, because if you don't have a medic and you all get shot, then 
You know, yeah. you're all dead. If you've got a medic, you've got the capability of coming back in the game. If you've got an LMG, that's going to change it up, you know, in terms of if everyone's on single shot as opposed to full auto. A, a sniper, as you say, is someone that can generally... I mean, sniping, I think, goes hand in hand with ghillies and concealment. So if you've and got recce. someone out in the field, yeah, that has the ability to hold an area and, and keep heads down um, with with a recce or recon roll. There's no um, recon roll. They're, they are then, banned uh, in then, the you UK. Know, you've, you've got that, which is which adds adds. Like, vehicles are a force multiplier. You know, if you can roll into an area quickly and get out and exfil, for example, then that's going to give you an advantage. So, yeah, um, talking specifically there about uh, recce. I believe Lawrence has actually made a big mess. I don't know what there, there must be a proper. There must be like don't a military. into it. Well. <laughs> there must be a sort of proper military term for it. I don't know, but it's a sniper hide that's portable, basically. Is what you? Yes, yeah, so a hide cover. I think a essentially hide. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So my my plan for this year is to do some mill sims with something like that, and only don't bring the sniper out. Just bring a big camera. So you're you're the reconnaissance unit, and you are there to take pictures. So you but you've got one of these highs where they just cannot see you. It's like a proper Robin, you know, Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood. Absolutely, it, holding so the I, ground, pull the shoot over. It, yeah, if you've seen it, you've seen it. So it's basically you're you're lying flat on the ground with a huge sheet over you. Just they could stand on you and they wouldn't know you were there. So mm. some, something like that would be, I think, really cool. And also couple that up with. A, like a civilian role so you've got the hide in a big in your back and you walk you walk as a civilian into an area and then you disappear out of view and then set up the hide and you're just there that's cool you yeah, you'd have enjoyed cool, Machiavellian yeah. mate you would have really you would have enjoyed that yeah, event. yeah. So I reckon that would have been a bit of you definitely is that the one previous to this one yeah that was like the, that was just basically yeah the one literally I did not fire around it was just purely a recce yeah. you know see and not be seen and things like that yeah, it was definitely. very cool. Thoroughly enjoyed that. I think with the uh, the camera aspect, um, I, that's definitely something I'd like to explore the option to do. Because I mean, at, at Machiavellian, if we had the ability that we could set up an OP, um, you know, I mean, Andy and I were talking about sort of setting up like a little remote camera system, and then you could just run a wire back to you know some sort of visual thing where you don't even have to be sitting in the op is that it's almost like that scene from james bond or different ever other than up the mountain the little robot head comes up and just sort of starts panning around oh, and yeah, they're yeah. sitting in their nice warm command post or whatever kind of just panning around <laughs> and gathering the intel i mean yeah. i'm not suggesting we need to be sitting in a bunker 300 yeah. you know, miles back, that way, like but, travel lodge for yeah, about yeah, a home. mile down the road <laughs> Yeah, I'll sit. I'll stay at home. Yep. I'm just. <laughs> but it would it would Found definitely them. be a, a cool aspect to have that kind of remote uh, remote what, technology. Well, I like for... all this all this whining about so many WhatsApp groups, but it could actually become quite a funny thing if you had all the WhatsApp groups on your phone and you were taking these pictures and just posting pictures of people's faces from the event in the WhatsApp yeah. group <laughs> yeah. as as you as you're there. And they're like, wait, that was thirty seconds ago. That was yeah. where is Especially it? Especially if you've what, got like a really a really high powered focusable scope yeah. that you can zoom right yeah. in. It's literally like you're right in front of them. They're like <laughs> sending a message. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where is he? <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the questions I had is, for the most part, a lot of uh, skirmish snipers don't generally tend to uh, carry comms. 
Um, I think that's a fair, fair sort of stereotype and assumption there. Um, I know that you've sort of dived into the realms of comms a little bit because obviously we've we've played with you a number of times at events where you know it's. I guess we've almost bullied you into having comms because it. it helps no, no, I, t- I turn team. up. I always turn up with comms. <laughs> the thing, the thing with comms is, um, it's the head. It never the head, Well, that as well, but the head setup. <laughs> so I've I've actually recently changed my whole head setup to accommodate comms. But the problem with the balaclava and comms is that you've got your eye pro over your ears. You've got the little strap that tightens the balaclava over your ears. And you've then got the comms that go somewhere on your ears. So it just becomes so much in this little area above your ear that it becomes a problem. So what I've recently done is taken my iPro and just put an elastic strap that just sits flat against the skin. And then I'm wearing a boonie so that there's nothing on my ear. And then I wear no face mask, not advised, but yeah. Uh, no face mask and uh, camo paint and then I have some uh, it's either in the ear headset or the the one that I mostly run is the code red headset so that's like a it's not it's not a very fancy one but it's it's uh, a po- bone conductor so it sits over your ear and sits on that bone there and mm-hmm. that just conducts it's called a bone conductor because it conducts the sound through your bone so that you're, there's nothing in your ear, so you can still uh, hear. But yeah, I going to Milsim's more and more. Like I've definitely realised, comms is pretty essential. So absolutely, uh, yeah. So with that setup, where's your PTT? Do you because obviously I'm guessing there's a sniper. You still have it on your chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Surprise with you, Ed. You haven't gone for one of the ones. It's like um, you can get a secondary PTT that's got a little Velcro back, and you can actually have it on your on your run it to your finger. It's they're, almost like a little cool, wedding ring, and yeah. you can literally, if you're if you're laying prone, you can still click on and off, oh, which is quite a, good. It is I think. a good idea. It is a good yeah. idea. Yeah. I mean, you could incorporate that Bluetooth versions of that as well. Do you know what I've seen them for the both angles, and I've been so tempted to get one just to see what they're like. And it's like a little adapter. Mm. You, you get a Kenwood two pin adapter, which is like the Bluetooth main. Mm. Uh, RX TX, if you like, uh, the transmit and receive into there, and then you just get the single blue. But it's a bit, it's a bit. Um, I mean, the headsets are a bit Alan Partridge. Do you know what I mean? They are <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Aha! You know, selling books and shit. <laughs> what do you, do you mean? The sound quality? No, just the look of it. It's it's very very. You know, like. Does it look like a grandfather's hearing aid? Little bit, little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Little bit. We're talking about different things. I'm talking about the actual PTT. Like you can get little Bluetooth units that sit on the rifle, so there's no cable. Or oh, Bluetooth PTT. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant a Bluetooth yeah, yeah. head. Like, um, no, 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 no. Sorry. So the rest of it's all wired, but obviously you've got like the button on the rifle itself, so you can move the rifle about, switch hands, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you've got the ability to turn your That's comms neat. on and off without leaving neat. the rifle. So it's, I thought you were talking about. A Bluetooth one, but it's on your wrist here, so you just press it like that. I suppose you could run it on well, your it wrist. It could be, yeah. I suppose if it's, if it's Bluetooth, you could uh, run at it. At the point where it's Bluetooth, you can have it anywhere you like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's fine. Thanks, uh, resident tech expert. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> I always need hands-free. But yeah, the other, the other. Um, the, the other sort of thing I found with Milsom is that you build up this idea of comms being really, really useful. And 
or you can communicate now perfectly. But even at Milsims, I still find that I just find myself communicating. If I'm being sneaky, I know where my partner is, and I can just do hand movements, or we're just we're just whispering loudly. Um, I I have these cool ideas that it's going to be like some Mission Impossible scene, but it just it never comes back that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just reading some of the comments of the, where the Bluetooth PTT could be put. <laughs> Anthony's put clench your ass cheeks to talk. What do, <laughs> depends on the um, yeah. The Let's get some squats in. Uh, Lance, for first hand use, don't use them as they take two to three seconds before transmit, so you end up cutting people up on the radio. Ah, oh, okay, mate. So that's John yep. talking about the Bluetooth earpiece. For the biofans, yeah. Piss to talk. Piss to talk. Piss to talk. Just squeeze the tip. Just the tip. Just <laughs> <laughs> so do some sort of Michael Jackson uh, dance move to talk. Just yeah. <laughs> the crutch grab. <laughs> oh. um, another question I had was to do with uh, your actual taskings as well. Um, have you ever been in a position where you felt hindered by the role that you kind of turned up to the event for in that you can't undertake a certain tasking? I mean, for example, with the Red Tide one, we were sort of a, a DEA. I mean, you were, I think, like task force for that that specific event. Um, but were there any taskings where it's like, you know, right, you, you need to go and clear a room or, or a building or something like that. And you're like, well, you know, you've got your great long rifle, you sort of get it up it's not really uh, yeah long more long more definitely I've had that um, because yeah obviously it's urban environment I know it's good for sniping mm -hmm. as well but um, often they just they come into your building without because you're looking at one window it's very easy to like get around at long more and you don't realize someone's actually sneaked up on your building mm -hmm. and then that you realize they're inside and uh, yeah that's that's often a problem I mean in terms of taskings, like they tell you to go and take over a, um, they would you wouldn't ever be sent on that thing. So no, I've, I haven't really had a, a tasking which I thought was silly because I had a rifle. That was yeah no. Have you with your Milsons, like, Ed? Have you always silly? been to? Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a name there. Sorry, I couldn't help. <laughs> it. I found my Jesus. name. Um, so with that, Ed, I mean, obviously, events that you've attended, have you always been a sniper, or like, or a, or a pair, um, and that's been it, or have you have you been to like events where you've been in like a team of like say like sort of like six to ten guys, and you've been the sniper in that team? Have you ever done anything like that? That's what I try and go for. Is is um teaming up with with other things just because you you normally get a bit more action like that because they're mm -hmm. sent they're sent on the taskings that are uh, a bit more action orientated i do try mm -hmm. to stay away from like a constant reconnaissance role um mm. and the events that i've been to to be honest that have put me in that role i've i've sort of nodded politely at the start of the day when they're like all excited about the event and then I've sort of approached them at lunchtime and not lunchtime it's not a skirmish I've approached them <laughs> mid midway through the day and said look mate um, is there any chance I could uh, team up with that squad over there because I'm, I'm mates with some of them and yeah they, they, they're fine with that mm. to be honest you're only normally like two or three guys there in Gillies and they're quite easy 
going with you because you're not going to have a massive impact on the storyline or the event. So they just squeeze you in with something else and they're a bit flexible. Mm. Um, yeah. No, fair play. Mm. That's cool. So do you find it... Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, do you find no, it more... So when you go to an event and you haven't told the organisers beforehand that you're going to be running a ghillie and a, 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 a long rifle, for example, do you find that when you turn up uh, at the event, there's a lot more fuss about what to do with you if they haven't written anything in, do you find? Or do you, have you found that it's quite easy going, you, you slip into the role quite easily? Well, recently I've been turning up to events to try like. I don't. I use a different email now because I just don't want anyone know, knowing that I'm uh, turning up. <laughs> not, this is this is obviously, the aggro man of the aggro. Yeah, oh, yeah. but it, it's not it's even that. So it's many just, autographs. Oh. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not that. Like I did go to that. Um, not the defiant one, but the uh, what was it? The one at Longmore. And you, I think you guys. I can't remember if you were there. But anyway, so I turned up to that. <laughs> the first 45 minutes it was just cat calling silly gilly for, for <laughs> just, um not that it wasn't nasty or anything I, I just i was i just wanted to just like i've been playing for quite a long time before i did all that um so i just wanted to go to an event and and not have any of that so from that from now i, I book onto events with like different emails and stuff so i i do turn up to events and they just have to put me there on the spot onto a tasking and most of the time they don't even know who I am anyway so it's not even a problem yeah fair play do you find that because obviously you've got a bit of a reputation and the like um, no you do in all fairness you know you're probably uh, one of two or three airsoft snipers that personally I could name that are relatively well known I'm not going to call you famous but well known on, on, on the internet um, it's very famous. Um, We've got famous people on the that... show now. Yeah, I know it's amazing. I've <laughs> already been on the show. It's not even a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but now do, you're you, do you find that? Do you find that there's almost like an expectation of you when you book onto uh, a milsim or something like that? Like, for example, people go, "Oh yeah, you know what? I've got a super special tasking for you. I need you to get." You know, no, like within, that's within really 50 centimetres of this person on the yeah. site and like, you know, not just take them out with a sniper <laughs> rifle. I need you to whisper like something in their ear before you kill them type thing. He did that to me. He did that to me. He told me he loved me. So if you, if they, if, <laughs> if that happens, then there's sort of preconceived, <laughs> preconceived ideas and I just don't want that to happen. So that's why, yeah, yes. I don't, I don't want to be. <laughs> That's fine. I don't want to. Be, I just want to be treated like everyone else, you know. I, 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 no, but I do. I, they they don't they don't even do they they don't even do special taskings. I don't think they would do special taskings anyway. But just the mm -hmm. the thought of given a special role because some certain someone is turning up. It's just mm. that's when shivers go down my back. You know? Yeah. Would you like like a little Ed zone? For Ed? <laughs> Anyway, we'll go. We'll, the next event we'll go is your security guards. Yeah, Ed. I'm gonna put my sniper. I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna put my hide cover over him, and we'll just walk him in. <laughs> yeah. Place him in his zone. Nothing to see here. There'll literally Not be pictures, this bush. No pictures. There'll be this bush yeah. just sitting there, and there'll be the three of us in black suits and glasses. Yeah. 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 
Where's Ed? He's not here. That's not Ed. No, it's not Ed. That's his his favourite conifer. He brings it everywhere with him. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I can understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah, mates. We we don't know directly what that's like, but um, I can can imagine what it's like. Oh, do you? (laughs) Um, Anthony says, how do you find filming at Milsim's? Uh, to be honest, I don't really go to Milsom's uh, expecting to make a, a video just because it's it doesn't lend itself to the whole uh, YouTube thing. I, I more go literally just to enjoy um, the social side, as I said before, and yeah, that side. Um, having said that, some of the best footage I got was from an SEO event, not the uh, it was at Dogtag, but not the Defiant one. It was the SEO one. Ah, that was um, a good event as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that that just just a few moments in that just caught on on camera just looked amazing. Uh, just because everyone looks the part so well at at these Milsons, like they're all dressed, you know, some would say not spot on probably, but to the average viewer at home, it looks like they're they're, they're in the in the real army. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I I I want to try to do videos from events i think defiant ones would be quite difficult because it's um, i don't think we can at defiant ones mate because i think it's due to certain people's job roles and that they can't be uh, caught yeah. on film and things so well, i, I do, think, I, very, I think tread carefully with that, that one yeah mm. well just just on that note i mean i know that there was um plus i'll be at most of them and i don't know my pictures been taken i think the general ethos is that obviously they don't want people just taking a load of footage and sort of photos going away from the event and then just doing with it as they will. Mm, I think there's mm. possibly, you're able to do that, but it might just be that they have to vet certain uh, clips or something like that just to make sure that sort of certain people aren't in there um, yeah. or stuff like that. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a blanket no, but I think it's probably a blanket grey area um, along the lines of, you know, they just want to make sure that people are protected, basically. Sorry, 100%. I just asked for some more water and my daughter's just turned up at the door. <laughs> She's got another Karen, snow globe around, she? got a trained already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know there are certain events where they just don't allow filming because it's a, an MOD site, so mm. that's just blanket ban. Um, I think they're meant to have that at Longmore, but definitely it's a grey area because like, you type into YouTube Longmore and you see loads of videos. So, um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, it makes me quite. It makes me laugh quite a bit when they say you can't film at MOD sites. But then if you go and look on YouTube and look at Forces News, there's videos of them at like all the Fibula villages with like tanks and all their latest weaponry yeah. firing and stuff. You can watch like a five minute video and I'm actually using their actual kit. But you can't film with your stuff there. No, 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 because of secrets. <laughs> don't 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 share any secrets. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a whole team, Lance, that have been sitting there looking at all that footage. Lance, Lance, it's because they just hate airsofters. Air yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, two minutes later, you get a, there'll be a video ready. <laughs> this is our brand new tank. Look how fucking cool it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the top secret GPS system that has only just been installed. Oh, <laughs> hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh yeah, Defiant have said that it'll be a big no for filming. Mm. So. And this is well, in James's private yeah. quarters, of course. Oh no, he allows no, that he says, filming. 
Yeah. He said it's a blanket. <laughs> no, he encourages uh, that. No yeah. offense, uh, but no Depending YouTubers. where you are. <laughs> no offence, but no YouTubers. Does that mean no, no YouTubers filming or just no YouTubers? <laughs> I think filming. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully filming. I was going to say, I no mean, YouTubers. to be fair. I think we would class as YouTubers now, do we not? Are we YouTubers? Are we YouTubers? No, are we we're YouTube? not YouTubers. When do you class yourself as I a YouTuber? I think we're YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. We just use. <laughs> used. <laughs> We're just tubes. <laughs> We're tubes. I'm a tube. I'm a tube. No, I mean, I think, I think to be fair, I know that there's obviously a lot of controversy around sniping as a whole. I'm obviously, I, I don't want to start getting into that, but I, I know that there's obviously that element of controversy. I know that there's this whole issue with YouTube um, clips and stuff like that, which can ultimately lead to conflict and controversy controversy, sorry, around the oh, Sean Connery is back again, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. It's when he gets nervous. He's from Wales. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, about controversy. <laughs> Welsh Connery, yeah. Um, yeah. There's obviously, a, you know, there's there's issues and bits and pieces around like that. If, if an event organizer chooses... <laughs> <laughs> Smack him in the face, Miss Money Bunny. <laughs> if an event company, I mean, James has just said Sterling film loads of their events. The films are on YouTube. Ultimately, that's the event company's choice. Um, and they define, obviously, do Phones. and pictures and stuff. Personal um, call. Yeah. That's, that's my <laughs> um, lawyer just talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't say the words. <laughs> don't, do not speak the words. Don't say yeah. the words. <laughs> Oh, no. I was about to say this would be that'd be Sean, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be Sean because Sean's the only boss Sean. away. But <laughs> it's not Sean. I mean, I'm not going to go into it just like you, Mike. But on the subject of controversy, one of the things I have enjoyed uh, about attending Milsims is there gen there generally isn't that much aggro anyway. So mm. even if you do go out there filming, it's very unlikely that you would. And uh, not to sound like I'm virtue signaling but i don't obviously post any controversy on my channel anyway so um if if defiant is listening if i were if they i are. was if i was to come i don't think you would have to worry um you can speak to other event organizers and yeah no youtube is filming it just, <laughs> just drop put it. out the comment again <laughs> no no different comment this is just coming told it's no youtube is filming mate it's because we don't want people using our hard worked events for content yeah, I I get that. I I definitely mm. boo hoo. Um, yeah, I I I. I Part of me, if you do get any footage of James shuffling to a portaloo, though, you're more than welcome to <laughs> yeah. use that because that's yeah. just a fucking really well, funny actually, thing to witness. Is that is it? Is that James on that YouTube account that's typing <laughs> yeah. there? More than likely. I, I actually got. He, he loves it because I actually got some content of of him, and we were talking about it on Instagram after the event. This wasn't a defiant mm. event. This was way back. Um. At Longmore, one of their just Milsim events. Mm. But yeah, we were we had a little engagement. He was up in a window, and obviously I had it all on camera. So he wanted. Did to, he have his uh, massive handlebar moustache going on? No, it was quite funny because I think he 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 was in a room with all the kit. So he, there was a lot of things that he could step on, and part like <laughs> part part of the video looks a bit like he's sort of stumbling over something. Um, so and yeah, he told me told me that but yeah that's I'm what i think um film <laughs> I'm, not listening. Listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening <laughs> that, that's what um is archibald all right i don't know they're going to be going in a timeout as well sorry archibald it's very bizarre i'm not sure if he's <coughs> I'm wielding you know, the ban hammer tonight 
No, he's been doing it a bit. What's he done what so it, far? I don't know. It's subliminal messages. I think he's an alien. We'll have to get that confirmed sorry, with Carry alien on. airsoft when they're on. Sorry, Ed. These yeah. two get very easily distracted about little things that just pop up. <laughs> huh? I'm reading I'm reading the comment. No YouTubers <laughs> filming it. It's because we don't... Oh, yeah. Hard the game. There was a question yeah. uh, I wanted to... Which was by... Seer Vol... Is it Seer Volpian? Have I said that right? Oh, yes. Well done, Mike. Great minds. Are you, going are you guys going to NAF this year? And if so, are you looking forward to it? We are going, and yes, we are looking forward to it. I'm Next not question. going. You're not going this year. You're not going this year. Oh, no. Ed's going this year. No, Edwina will be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silly Gillette. Silly Gillette. Silly Gillette. Oh, my God. Silly in French. Ed, you need to release that as a branding merch. Silly Gillette. Yeah. I definitely have a Silly Gillette. Yeah, it's like just a, a gelay with a little leaves hanging off of it. It'll be amazing. Odor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. odor, silly. Perfect range as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are going to NAF. I'm going dressed as Robin Hood. Mike's going dressed as Fry Tuck, and Andy's going dressed as the Bird Woman from Home Alone Two. When did this get decided? <laughs> you decided it. We decided it, or I'm not going. And you said, "All right then." But you've booked on now, so. <laughs> well, I just get a refund. Plenty of time. You promised. I want to see you with Bird Lady. I think outfit. more importantly, can I just clarify? Andy has said that he's going to go dressed as a fox. Um, a foxy lady. Yeah, said. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, you did say that because I made a note of it in my book. So uh, <laughs> you sounded like the young kitty from Bedknobs and Brimsticks. It says so here. It says so here in my book. I'll say in my book. Right, a couple of things that have come Crap. in. Uh, I about that. have said. It's, um, no, no red tide four. I don't think. I think we're done with the series. But if people want to kick up a fuss and demand it, we will listen. So nope. I want to use this opportunity no, more now. Machia- to I'd rather ditch it in more Machiavellian my, events. Yeah, I want to promote my, my campaign for, for Blue Wave One. I want Blue Wave One to come in, please. If we can't have a red tide four, I want Blue Wave One. It was a little joke. I came up with it a while ago. It made me chuckle. So oh, I've got. I can and I can be blue t-shirt guy. Look, I've even look pre <laughs> pre dressed for it. <laughs> Blue T-shirt guy is actually exactly. a meme. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah. it terrible? Is it horrendous? Oh, it's, I won't even explain it. It's just—it's embarrassing <laughs> that I know the context. <laughs> yeah. Oh, open um, another beer, Red. <laughs> T T Rain says, "Do any of you follow Virage Airsoft?" I do. Um, also, have any of you played at Baguette's events in Sweden? Looks good. I have not. I don't know about. I think. Guys. Uh, Mark has Mike from Machiavellian. I think he does. I think that's the big one. They do one a year, I think, or two a year. And I think it's coming up very, very soon. Unless it's already happened, I'm sure. Because he he, show, he showed me some pictures when we was at Op Mac um, of that event in Sweden. I'm sure it was that one. That does look very cool. And it's a monstrous, huge forest of where they play. Is that I the mean, castle? It's... The, is it the city? No, the castle's that... in. No, no that's no, in no, Belgium, no. I think. Yeah. Or somewhere. I thought it was in Belgium. Somewhere. Maybe we're would. getting mixed up. Mm. It's in European somewhere. <clears throat> but yeah, that 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 event that um, T Reigns is talking about, I believe that's the one that Mark's been to. Mm. So um, that would be cool. Yes, yeah, for Raj Airsoft, um, if anyone's interested, is a good, good YouTuber as well. Um, recommend them. Nice, um, nice, nice. Define says there are still some places left on Op Machiavellian Bravo. Ed, gathering photo images and doing clandestine work, meeting civs will be part of it. So there you go. Mm. 
Is the sorry, I know you said, but is the Machiavellian one the one that was previous to this one that's just gone that you said was good, Lance? Yes, mate. Yes, absolutely. the one yeah, that'd okay. be right up your street. Yes, absolutely. The one that I turned up five minutes towards the end. Yeah. Yes. I remember you Andy really enjoyed. Was, like, and I stuck it. in a pipe. I remember you. <laughs> you did tell me that story where you were outside their base, like. 30 metres away the whole of well for a lot of the event and they just didn't know mm -hmm. you were there and you were just mm, that's pretty yeah. much it mate yeah that was the one yeah, yeah their little hide was awesome it was cool that was wicked I missed our little hide it, I may go and make another well. one in the, the woods thing, just I, I genuinely I genuinely it's not it's not so much I don't want to claim it's PTSD in any way but there's genuinely little moments I'm like when I'm at work and I feel a bit rubbish and I'm like oh I just don't really want to be here it's like I was actually really enjoying laying in a bush next to three sweaty guys knowing or not knowing at the time that Lance had taken a piss right next to my head which was less fun after I found that out um, but it was, I that thought was I was rather considerate myself I could have woke you up and made you watch me but I left you to sleep I'm surprised you didn't because that's exactly the sort of thing you would normally do um, <laughs> hey Mike look at this Terry look, 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 look. Yeah. Terry says Lance that tent that Terry Little SEO had as a command post with printers or a white screen to give a complete orders group for the final assault on Sunday Yes, mate. Very good. Yeah, they're like little, it, almost like a pop-up, um, like miniature aircraft hangar type thing, is it? Like mm. an Anderson shelter sort of shape. Really cool, cool looking tent. Yeah, for like a briefing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos to uh, Terry for bringing them bits of log. Yeah, good on him. Mm. Uh, Terry says, Lance at the apparently it's all to you, Lance. At the last apocalypse meals, if Ed was with me, I just said, I go say? and do what you do. So uh, there you go. I'm trying to remember Terry's face. That's a, going back a few years now. Uh, he's the one standing just next to Sharp in his little picture there. Yeah. <laughs> he's next to... Actually, he was actually there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sharp was based on Terry's life. Terry Terry um, invented the Mad Minute, which is firing... Was it five, three rounds or something? Or five rounds from a from a yeah. flintlock rifle? Or something. Three rounds a second. Three rounds. <laughs> Terry is the um, Mad Minute. <laughs> I'm going to call it Spook. I apologise. Spook of Albert. Um, Sing Kicking run the Code Red PTT speaker mic only with volume turned down low to not give him away. I mean, the, the Code Reds are obviously the um, the Code Red do the uh, bone yeah. conduction and bone induction headsets as well. Yeah, Because um, I know I was sounds... looking at those because... Yeah, was there a, it sounds, from what Spook of Albert have said there... Um... It must be do a code red range, I suppose. We've got a, speak, a, a yeah, speaker code, mic. So. Code red's like the brand. Um, right, okay. And they, they do like a variety. They're, they, they're, they're quite into doing modular systems. So you, it's almost like you get that bit and you can plug that into this PTT and then you connect that bit to that bit. And it's so you can sort of build up. You can sort of build up your really. Uh, <laughs> like, Love this. Um, Love all that. Keep, keep doing Thank that. You. Yeah. <laughs> Should have had music sure, to that. I'm not sure what that so, was yeah. to start with. Yeah, you just connect. <laughs> Minigans. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, let's get him. Wow. So they, these bits, obviously. So. Oh, okay. Ah. And they they do work. But, yeah, you can't wear a balaclava with them or uh, anything touching them because they have to be sitting on that bone. Um, but they, yeah, they definitely, they're interesting because so you, you can, can have... hear perfectly with your normal, I know you can get hearing enhancers. Um, but they're quite expensive. Those ones, but, I mean, if you just want to have like normal hearing, they're really good. You'd be able to run a snood underneath it, wouldn't you? Can you have stuff on top of it, or does that muck it up? Well, it's it's the, it's just the combination of everything. So you've got everything going over this bit of the ear um, mm -hmm. that was the issue, but that that now 
has been solved for me. Um, yeah, because you were saying that you got rid of your uh, lower face. Yeah, um, because the, the lower face this... goes up like that. Oh, you have it going up, right. up there. Yeah, if it, I find if it's down here, it just Literally falls. Drawing moustaches on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do on. that because there's too many opportunities <laughs> yeah. for a meme, and I don't want to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> take. Yeah. I'm not playing. This that is game. when he starts getting out um, a biro and like drawing. <laughs> Yeah, if you just show us with a sharpie. Ed, on the Code Red headset, do you find it's affected by sweat at all? Because um, I know when I was looking at getting them, they they said that if you are a particularly sweaty person, sweaty which I am, um, the uh, the connectivity between the the headset and Can't your that live, mate. <laughs> the, head, the connectivity <laughs> between I'm going to continue. I literally the connectivity died, between the headset and like the. Um, that the bone that it needs to connect to can sometimes be a little bit um, broken, basically by by yeah, the it amount does, of it slips. by it... Mike juice, <laughs> Mike juice, special juice. <laughs> I said it in a Scottish accent, by the way, so I don't think they would have. But yeah, anyway, so, yeah, the um, it does. It slips down. That's the problem because it's meant you feel your jawbone here. That's where it sits, and obviously, if you're really sweaty. Message. I find that if you also have a bit of, if you're lucky enough to have facial hair, uh, it, it gives it a bit, bit of something to grip. <laughs> it Sorry, Mike, but uh, mm. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, they do. Yeah, end of story. They need to be sitting on that bone. Um, yeah, the other way that snipers do it is to have no headset at all and just have the volume turned down really low, and that really work. That works quite well. Um, mm. and yeah obviously the worry is that it's going to give your position away but to be honest most of the time they're like across a field so no cool yeah to be honest most, most of the time uh, it, when I play a skirmish now I literally I don't even have bother wearing a headset sometimes mm. and just have it on volume because no one's listening like, oh, like, I've got no, no, radio we, today, but, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you all bought yours, right? You all bought yours. Plugged yeah. into a radio. It's just the fist mic. It's just this cable just trailing behind him as he's running around. <laughs> guys, where are you? Just, I've yeah. got friends. No. Leave me alone. <laughs> Walking back, I'm going. Yeah, hey, you guys. Just with my friends on the police force, the actual police force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Don't, I'm talking don't you to the shoot at me, otherwise I'm going to call reinforcements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on their way. The they're on their way right now. They're, they're coming. What? They're coming right now. In a tank. In a tank. What did you say? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah. My mates are all force multipliers, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got dogs. And they've got dogs. And they've got said he's got his dog. Big one. Big scary one. Yeah. Big Danny said. <laughs> Ryan James says blue t-shirt guys right is that that movie that he's in and he's the NPC for the computer game I love that film that is such a good film yeah yes that is it blue t-shirt guy have you seen that used to no I haven't seen it oh mate you've got to watch you've got to watch it it's pucker it's really good give it a watch yes nice one Ryan good man and Ryan Reynolds um Defiant says, Op Merlin at Camp Sparta, there was this guy clearing a building in a ghillie suit and a pistol. He just stood in the corner of the room and so he became known as the potted plant. <laughs> I heard this story. So, I, I don't think I was... It can't have been me, but... Well. Free guy, that's the one. Yep, good man, Aaron. 
Ed, could you not get like a plastic plant pot, right, and and cleave it in two, and then clamp it to the outer side of your boots, and then literally just put your feet together and stand still? <laughs> I mean, it would fit right in at places like Longmore, which are just full of potted plants in all of the rooms. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> yeah. Could get one, you, could, you could get one that's slightly aged, so it's been outside. Actually, Clever actually, dick. Use, actually, use the other half to make a decoy to put in the other corner of the room. So they come in and start shooting the decoy one, and then you're on the other potted plant. I think, in the I think it works It works mm. once, and then they go back to respawn, and they're like, right, potted plant <laughs> is not a potted Yeah, but then I next think, time you can wear like to, a big, you, you can wear a big vase. Yeah, you could have to, or you could carry a spray, like a, a spray can of brown paint, and be like, "No, it's it's awesome now." It's yeah. Different, different, yeah, different me. Leaves are falling from the tree. Yeah. He just turns up to an event with a van full of different potted plants, <laughs> the, and just the puts best. them around the side. Literally, just from knot cuts or like. Well, you could, you could, you could do. I mean, there's options. I mean, you could do the, the 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 plant pots on the boots. You could put a bit of trellis behind you and just stand against the wall. Like a climbing, like a climbing I'm just, ivy. I'm just looking at like I'm just thinking of like event organisers now watching this and being like, what the, f- what is going to happen next? <laughs> if he gets a broom, if he gets Urban a broom, like a little, if he but, gets a broom on a block of concrete, he could curl up in a ball at the top of it and be one of those little topiary kind of plants. So it's like the, the best one, the best like one I've ever seen. Trees. <laughs> like a little olive tree just outside, yeah, <laughs> end of the driveway. <laughs> The best, the best urban ghillie suit I've ever seen are those. You know the um, bricoflage. Oh well, yeah, bricoflage. You've already had that, but um, <laughs> no. The you know air vent, air vents. They're like these huge tubes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they oh, fold yes. up, but they fold guess, up. Yeah. They fold up into something that literally you can put in your pockets, and you just you you put it above your head, and it comes down the whole of your body mm. and then you just lean against a wall <laughs> and, and 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 actually you look it looks so realistic perfect it, yeah but then the, the you've done that but then how are you gonna how are you then gonna draw your pistol you know I, yeah but you need a second you're 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 there for recon <laughs> Yeah. You'd yeah. have to have two secondary vents coming out for your arms to go through, but then you'd end up looking like one of the big dudes at the car sales forecourt, just oh, in the yeah. wind. Just like when you can't get it off, you're just running through the middle of long wall. Yeah. Like, Help me! What's the, do you remember the advert for that? The advert. It literally it got it got turned into yeah. It was like an advertisement for those things. They like for those big dudes. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, flappy yeah. arms. I can't remember. Yeah. They always make me chuckle if I drive past. The, if, you know, there's a garage that, that means business when they've got one of the big dudes with flappy arms, <laughs> yeah. just going absolutely batshit crazy out the front. My kebab shop down the road yeah. has one that's got an arm that just does that. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it always encouraging when you go into like a Chinese takeaway and there's a cat there just constantly waving at you off on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> just does this. If it doesn't have it does. one, I don't. I don't buy the Chinese from them. Where's I'm not cat? eating here. Where's <laughs> yeah. your cat? Where's your wavy cat? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's not even authentic. It's just we've got to put it up if the stupid English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, uh, Spook of Alba says, uh, silly gilly becomes the stationary succulent <laughs> in terms of the plant pot. So, uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Sounds like an OnlyFans. That's, that's, oh. That sounds like yeah. I was going to say that sounds like an OnlyFans account. That one, <laughs> stationary succulent. <laughs> oh, 
Right, and um, we've got time for a couple more questions. So if anybody wants to get those in, uh, if in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat at hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo, and our website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Um, there are still two accounts on Twitter. We are currently undergoing a reporting battle with our nemesis. Um, so it's slightly Scottish, yeah, then, you, wanna... <laughs> you do go to There are still two accounts on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay. You did. Listen back I'm, later I'm on. I'm really good with accents, so it's completely accidental. Yes, um, but if you do want to contact us on Twitter, it is at Accentental. It is uh, at NoFoChat on Twitter as well. Um, but no next one week, we're going to be reply. doing a Q&A. Um, I am on holiday next week. The show is completely down to these two. So, hey. um, <laughs> you watch. We've yeah. got to get all the followers. We've got to get all the people listening. We will see how that goes. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. No, Andy, well, you'll be there. Andy's running the show. I'll be there. You're running point. in it. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. If it goes wrong, um, fucking you've got to post me the um, farty noisy box. <laughs> I'm not, not posting you my equipment that I use. I'll just keep farting. <laughs> I'm not posting you my equipment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that one. There oh. it is. <laughs> So we'll be doing a, a Q&A. So if you want to have any questions read out or, or points discussed, then please send them in. Uh, you can do so on the socials, which we just discussed, or you can contact us individually on our Instagrams below. Um, Ed, are you happy for people to contact you if they'd like to, to talk to you about elite sniping? Uh, you've got to go through the secretary first. <laughs> yes, if you'd like to, uh, I'll check my Rolodex and get back to you properly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you leave him alone. We're just all jealous. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, we've got a question coming uh, from Kenny Rebel. Most funny shot ever taken, Mr. Silly Gilly? Um, oh, yeah, this was actually quite recent. I hit hit someone in an HPA tank that was on their back, and it didn't. And it exploded, and they died. <laughs> no, 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 it just made it made a really loud ping, and it's the ping scared them so much they fell over. And uh, the, like, yeah, that, that was just. Please fun. tell me you got that on video. <laughs> yeah, everything's on video, mate. Everything's on video. <laughs> yeah, and I mean everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he wakes up in the morning, turns the alarm off, GoPro goes on. Morning, <laughs> <laughs> family. Yeah. You're implying he turns it off at night. He clearly leaves that on yeah. all the time. I'd love yeah. to see. I'd love to see a video of Ed's day. Just a, silly day. a day, day, a day in the a life of Ed. Ed. Yeah. Can you get it narrated <laughs> by Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Or Mike doing his shit Sean Connery voice. <laughs> or I'll do my shit Sean Connery voice. Ed goes down to have some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you Sean did Connery's from shit. Northern Ireland. Ed goes down to have some breakfast. So he does. <laughs> Oh, does he now, Sean? Oh, Never and when did you uh, emigrate from Scotland to Northern Ireland? I didn't know that. <laughs> Mike, can't do accents. Um, Speak of Albert, this one's for Ed. How's the build going for your new workspace? I need an AGM supply drop soon. Uh, that was actually, we finished it to death. Well, we've been doing production and building at the same time because we've realised that our building isn't quite as... I mean, I'll be honest, it's a shed with an outdoor bit with a windshield it's a lovely the shed I've seen pictures of it it's beautiful yeah but um, yeah because I used to work in Empire I used to have a room at Empire uh, we recently moved out 
Uh, so I've had to do it in the back garden. And yeah, so we had to build a shed and a windshield because the fabric is blowing everywhere in the wind. So it's a bit, it looks very much like a refugee camp right now. Um, but yeah, it's all done. We've got, uh, if he is actually in need of AGM, we are about to resupply Empire with that. So that's good. Nice. I believe the scientific uh, name is a summer house. house. <laughs> <laughs> summer it's not house. a shed. I haven't. Ed. I, 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 Ed's I, shed. You should start a little Ed's show. Shed. Yeah, I haven't oh. actually shared any content on it because I'm just so embarrassed by the tales from Ed's shed. But yeah, <laughs> give me Brilliant. a shout. I'll I'll pop around with some tools and stuff. And we Paints can make and it. things. We could do right, a DIY SOS for you, Ed. We get one hour. The three Ed can the three of us. We get one hour to decorate your shed. What with anything? We get everything. We get one White third paint. of it each. We so get one piece, yeah. Different... You decide who's the best. <laughs> yeah. And then one of us goes bricolage. One of yeah. us goes no. the uh, the confusing ray pattern, or whatever that they used to use on World War Two battleships. And then the other one just goes full on, full on just bush. Yeah. <laughs> bush, bush. I yes. think he'll be a little bit annoyed though with the lot with the bus moving out the way of his shed though across his back garden. <laughs> Here you are, Ed, and the I'll... bus just churns up his back garden. <laughs> you would. Uh, um, it, it would have to have the the nofo fox on the door. I, Obviously, that would be. Yeah, yeah. That would we'll be, that in there. Well, that'd be shoehorned yeah. in. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike's, um, one Mike's... thing that came up. From... Instagram oh. everywhere on it. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> One thing that came up from a, um, someone on Instagram, Adventures of Zulu. Uh, I know you have Silly Gilly on this week, but would you consider doing an outside episode, maybe a recorded one in the woods, where he can break down a couple of different Gilly setups? So that might be something that we uh, put together with you. Um, maybe yeah. we go out there. I mean, I wouldn't want it to just that. be about Gilly sniping because I think people would. Uh, but you guys are on it, so obviously you don't. Yeah, do 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 every aspect of the kit. Um, I did do actually with Lance a loadout video recently, uh, mm-hmm. and in return, I'm going to be doing a loadout video for him on his channel. So I'll be filming him hopefully. Um, so sorry if mm. that was didn't spoil anything. There, Does he know you're going to be no, filming him, Ed? No, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was I'm actually filming you. I'm actually filming you right it. now. <laughs> it'll be yeah. it'll be the day in the life of Lance. You'll wake up and Ed's just there with a the camera. <laughs> yeah. Morning, Ed. <laughs> Ed, you've done a couple of videos like that. Toast before, though, for, you? toast for me, buddy. Like <laughs> right. how to build. Um, right, yeah, I did. A, I did a video. Yeah, I did a video on. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like. I would say it's how I do it, but yeah, there's lots of ways to make a ghillie. Um mm-hmm. This was obviously based around a product that we sell. Um, and yeah, I've done I've done videos outside of gameplay. Um, I did a video on optics for airsoft, so like what what you might want to get. And then my most recent one, obviously, is uh, the loadout video with uh, Lance in it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that the, I enjoy my I enjoy those ones more because I feel like I'm uh, giving a lot more. Ed, let me hold his gimbal, which was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that yeah. immensely. Yeah. <laughs> that was going through my mind, I tell you. It, it was very stable mm. all day. It was, it was very stable. 
very much very much so ooh. there was no ups and downs just panning around <laughs> the sound effects keep coming Ed. they just they just yeah. keep coming mate. we um we definitely need to get out in the woods at some point and maybe we can have like a little uh, gilly off between the, gilly, between the gilly four off. of us taking yeah, them we'll off, have a or, off or who's no, got no, the best gilly not, no no we'll see who can make the best gilly in, like, the space who can take theirs off the quickest let's go <laughs> that would be Mike Mike was That'll naked Mike. in a yeah. second I'll just tell you, covered I was, in sugar underneath so <laughs> let me <laughs> oh, on that note Ed thank you ever so much for joining us this week it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure much. to have you on thanks for um, coming Ed sorry for thanks for bearing with us for the first 40 minutes as well yeah, <laughs> I do, to be honest, I think you've gone over your usual. Yeah, this is we're getting on for a Christmas special here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. we just we just we release this one. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy new year for twenty twenty four. You don't need to timestamp it. If you if you cut out the stuff at the start, you you could just time. You wouldn't have to. Yeah, this is. It. We're just yeah. going to pre-record it. Just, and just release. Yeah. Pre- at the beginning, we just put. November Fox would like to wish you all a Merry Christmas and then just play this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe it's Andy's turn for the closing sentiments, closing words. Oh, um, it's not funny when your mate gets naked in front of you. It's not funny. <laughs> Serious. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. See you next week. Like Stay no Stay foe. No foe. <laughs> Mel- El Casa, Mukasa, and all that. What do you, what do you normally say? Ciao, uh, Bella. Ciao, <laughs> Bella. Lovely bit of squirrel, Jackie.